All right. Hey, everyone, and welcome to the Exposition, a film student podcast. I'm your host, Max Gardner, and joined, as always, by Sean Greenslade. Hey, everyone. Tom Foy. G'day. And, of course, the big MC himself. Look at him over there. So gorgeous. Martin Cole. <laughs> Thanks, Max. Yeah, <laughs> 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 Max. Oh, jeez, guys. Been a good week. How you guys been getting on? Yeah, it's been a pretty good week. Pretty great, actually. Pretty busy. Yeah. Well, I've been laying in bed. It's been beautiful. It's been a nice little rest and relaxation oh, for nice. me. All right. Rude mooning it. Oh, well. Yeah. Rude, 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 rude. What did he say? He said rude mooner. Rude mooner. Yeah, you fucking rude mooner. What an arsehole. Martin, what's our, um, what's our topic for this week? Gosh. Um, we're going to talk about some Ghibli movies. Ghibli. Ghibli. Yeah, pretty good. Ghibli? Ghibli. A lot of people say Ghibli. Ghibli. They would, those people would be unconscious. I, I did a little bit of research into names because I feel like I had to do one. Oh, yeah? Simpson. What, what did you find Good out? Good on you, I found out that uh, Hayao Miyazaki is pronounced as Hayao, Hayao Miyazaki. And what does he do? He's, he, he's, the, he's, he's the director. One of the, he's one of... He's the, the main creator, isn't he? One of the, yeah, one of the main. And you'll he's find that out in guest position. Just a little teaser for later. Sounds like a pretty easy position for later, mate. Yeah, yeah. The audience on their on the edge of their seat. But anyway, yeah. So Ghibli movies. Oh, should we go straight into some questions? No, let's. What are Ghibli movies, Sean? All right. Well, Sean, what are Ghibli movies? Yeah, please tell you what Ghibli movies are. Oh my god. So Studio Ghibli is a Japanese animation film studio who are best known for their animated feature films. The studio was founded wait, in Wait, wait, wait. Did you just say an animated film studio is best known for their animated features? I'm it's a bit losing it. But, uh, <laughs> God. It's the truth. I didn't think. No. Uh, go on. Sorry. <laughs> uh, so the studio was founded in 1985 by directors Hayao Miyazaki and Isao Takahata and the producer Toshio Suzuki following the success of Miyazaki's animated film Nausicaa of the Valley of the Wind, which actually isn't a Ghibli movie, despite... What a lot of people think. Is it not? No, nah, it's not. But is it, it kind of like the base of it? You know? Yeah, I guess yeah. it's the... It was the catalyst. But he... Oh, so that's the first one. But it wasn't under Studio Ghibli. Yeah. yeah it I was see. Miyazaki, but it wasn't Ghibli. Right. But, but that, did it have the same producers and crew? Was it, really, it was released later, though, wasn't it? After? Or is it uh, in the 80s? No, it was released before. Okay, so that's the first one. Because he had a manga first, which right. he adapted it from. Anyway, the name Ghibli, <laughs> which many foreigners incorrectly pronounce as Ghibli... <laughs> Martin. <laughs> I'm from, it, and, <laughs> uh, it comes from an Italian noun, which means hot desert wind, with the idea being that the studio would blow a new wind through the anime industry. Oh, they fucking pretty did. Pretty cool, right? I mean, <laughs> I cool. think they did. And uh, so Miyazaki, who many of us consider the GOAT, has made many of Studio Ghibli's greatest films, and we will be talking about three of them today, which are Howl's Moving Castle, Kiki's Delivery Service, and my neighbor Totoro. My neighbor Totoro. I love. My my neighbor's yes. name is actually Lloyd. Okay. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> you live next to a guy called Lloyd. Dude. Yeah. <laughs> Justin McCargo things. Mm. <laughs> now he lives in the flat above me. He's got a little dog called Axel. Ansel or Axel? Axel. 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 What kind Axel. of dog's Axel? Axel. It's a French bulldog. Right, nasty piece of work. But carry on. <laughs> 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 Get fucked, Martin's neighbor dog. Yes. <laughs> Called out on the podcast. Some beef between you and Lloyd. And <laughs> Sorry, Lloyd. Off. What's Lloyd going to do when he listens to the podcast? And Which you know he, he will. Lloyd. Lloyd is such an he annoying name. You might have to come downstairs and have him to worry with him. Yo, stop calling out Lloyd. He's no, gonna come it, I'm not calling out that Lloyd. It's just <laughs> an annoying name. Isn't it, isn't it like, is it like two L's? Or two, yeah, like it's two L's. It's annoying. It used to be one L. 
It's like Floyd, but they just forgot the year. I remember because know. the character from Lego Ninjago was called Lloyd. And I was <laughs> Such just a find dorky it name. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. To all the Lloyds out there. Fuck you. Yeah, to <laughs> all the Lloyds, fuck you. No, you can't listen guy. to this podcast. Nice. What, you like him? Huh? Oh, you don't, don't like his dog. dog. You don't like okay. his dog. Okay. Okay. Oh. Real yeppy in my ankles. I, out I bet you that dogs will go missing one day and they're going to blame Martin. Martin doesn't like little sounds. We're walking here and a moped went past. He's like, they are the bane of my existence. <laughs> and he also doesn't little like high pitched wines just drive him nuts. <laughs> and he doesn't like yippy little dogs, so Yeah, the smaller the dog, the bigger the yap. So you You'd be like terrible with dog. children, huh? I would never let you I'd never let you my kids, man. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> bastards. Okay, alright. So do you, you wanna go what film do you wanna talk about first? Do you wanna start with my neighbour Totoro? Uh, yeah. Totoro. Yeah. How we all love and my then Totoro. and then uh Top, do you want to give a description of what happens now? Yeah, so um sure thing. So Totoro is just about these um this family um, who moved to a new, like, farm, and, um, there's two girls, and they live with their dad, and, um, it's, but it's not, it's kind of been criticised, because it doesn't have much of a quote-unquote story, um, but it's basically just, like, these two girls kind of exploring where they live, and they meet this big, cuddly guy that everyone probably knows the look of, um, big grey, hulking Totoro. man, Totoro, and then they just kind of like hang out with him, and that's and his uh, two little bros, and his two little bros, and honestly, that's just a lot of what um, Ghibli, <laughs> Ghibli films are. They just kind of hang out and with him, and it's cool. And then at one point, one of the girls runs away, and then she comes out, but comes home. <laughs> that's like the most conflict there is. She like runs away. It's that's like the system. Cool. It does have cool. like it's such a side plot. It's barely even a plot. It's just their mother is sick, which is based yeah. on Miyazaki's yeah. own mother. But that's like they don't really. <laughs> that's cover not the plot of the movie. Yeah. yeah, I'd love if like you went to like this Hollywood that like, gave them the script. And they'd be like, "What is this? The conflict starts like <laughs> like halfway yeah. through the movie. What's going on?" And then these giant we raccoon ask, things. Come. We should ask people about it. About. What do they think about the story? You know, there's all the teachers we've had about talking about conflict, conflict, conflict. But what mm. about this? I mean, I suppose there's a little bit of conflict. You know, the older sister doesn't want to... Well, they... The dad doesn't quite believe in everything. But that's not really, like, a big problem for them. I mean, the dad's, like, overworked as hell, though. Like, because the mother's True. sick. I reckon that's why he's kind of like, Oh, you girls, you just go off with your little giant raccoon monster or whatever he is. I, what even is Totoro? He's like he's a, a forest spirit. Wasn't he? I, I saw a theory that he was the angel of death, but I'm pretty no, sure I, I saw that. that. Yeah, too. It kind of makes sense. Kind of fucked up. It kind of makes sense, but I'm pretty sure one of the animators. I think Miyazaki it. or something disproved. Yeah, one of the big one of the big dogs came in and shut that one down. Yeah. But I don't know. It's just that is such like a that that's a movie that gets you in from the atmosphere from the get go. Yeah, I love it's the, the animation. It's the music. It's yeah. the characters. Yeah. That that's the make first it. Ghibli film. It's not the story because it was released the same time as that. Um, Fireflies yeah, graveyard. graveyard of the Fireflies. That's a yeah, Graveyard of the Fireflies. That's two completely opposite. Yeah, it's a super depressing war movie that makes everyone cry, and the other's the happiest little forest. But they're all kind of set in that like nineteen fifties post World War Two alternate kind of yeah. future thing, isn't it? Like, yeah, I don't know. I can't really explain because they're all like different. He's really anti-war, so a lot of his films. Have like hints of war and yeah. conflict and stuff, yeah. And the terrors of war. Was mm. he in the war himself, or was I'm guessing family? Nah, he was born in '41. Oh, of course, yeah, oh. that makes a lot more sense. But so he would have had the, he would have grown up with the, mm. um, you know, the outcome of it mm. of the war. Would have been a few years old when they dropped bombs on Japan, so he would have like <clears throat> had yeah, a huge I impact because yeah. pretty much all his like 
films kind of feature like a war-torn world, but he, the war's not the main. Yeah, because the of war it. ended forty-five, yeah. I think, and he so he would have been four. So yeah, that's a probably really good analogy. Mm. But yeah, yeah, Totoro was just I don't know that that one is just one that puts you into that kind of sense of childhood wonder, and they've got like I can see why that one blew up mm. as much as it did compared to a Graveyard of Fireflies, <laughs> which just sound like a depressing mess. Well, not a mess, but it's a great movie, that. but it's. It's a real tearjerker. It's not going to bring the audience. It's what's, not going to get wait, audience what you, what's gravy, What is this Graveyard of Fireflies? It was released the same time as my neighbor talked about. Is it G- Ghibli? Yeah, yeah. It's Grave of the Fireflies. I don't think Miyazaki didn't direct it. No. I don't think but, so. Right, yeah. yeah. But they released it like at the same time. Apparently, when they premiered them, they played Graveyard of the Fireflies first, then my neighbor talked about And they were glad they did, because if they played Fireflies second, everyone would have left crying. Sure. <laughs> because that's sad. <laughs> So let's play. <laughs> I never thought of it. Imagine if you like you come up with a film idea so depressing you have to make another film just to make the audience feel better. <laughs> Fuck. I feel like that was probably it. Oh, yeah. I haven't seen. I haven't seen Grave of Fire. No, Fox. neither have I. But I've just heard. Like, oh my god. I think it's one of those films that you watch once and then never again because it's that sad. And, yeah. yeah. Really. Fuck. It looks really sad. As sad as Bridge to Terabithia. <laughs> oh, no. Fuck that movie, man. Yeah. That movie <laughs> fucked me up. <laughs> I watched it really young, and I was like, oh my god, main characters and children can't die? <laughs> what? What's the bully's name in there? Funniest shit ever. It was just sad. <laughs> it was just fucking sad. And I was like, whole movie was and then the last shot, there's like a bunch of creatures, and I was like, what? where have these guys been the whole time? That's what I want to see. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man, indeed. But... Yeah, well, coming from a outsider perspective, or like, as you like guys like to say, um, culturally insensitive <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean we'd like what? to say that I don't take any pleasure I in have a lack of a lack of venturing out with my uh, movie making um, taste I guess you could say sure yeah alright oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay <laughs> I, f- I found it was like very cool to see a movie that doesn't adhere to like filmmaking rules but it was still really cool mm. to watch and um I don't know. I don't. Yeah, it's still kind of hard to put your finger on why you're captivated by something that lacks story. I think um, yeah. I think the strongest thing about a lot of the Ghibli films, particularly Miyazaki's ones, is the world. Yeah. Um, we've got a question later on about talking about world, but I was just going to bring it out now. I think that the world is like fifty to fifty percent of it. Honestly, like it's part. Obviously, the characters, but I'd say the world is just like it does such a great. Um, way of a lot of the films do is such a great way of kind of showing you the world but also telling the story of the character but it's a lot more focused on like the world itself developing the world like you want to live there you want to be there yeah, yeah every time, time i watch a ghibli movie i'm like man i just want to live yeah absolutely where a lot of films it's like yeah there's a world but we're going to focus on the story in here that's a lot of like western cinema and that's like interesting in its own right but a lot of these are ain't are meant for children and that's just so nice how they're just like yeah but mm. this is a world and look how cool that this and this and this and it that's why the 2d animation is so beautiful because it's just kind of like makes it yeah. like yeah. Well, just to piggyback on that i think it is the characters that kind of bring that world to life because most of them are coming of age stories mm. about kids mm. you know learning about the magical world they're in about like different elements like totoro about meeting these crazy wood spirits and kiki's becoming a witch yeah. etc like you know you've got yeah, i don't know i yeah. um i really wish i'd seen them when i was a lot younger i didn't Me too. i watched the first one when i was 
19. I watched Totoro when I was 19. Cool, I see a, cool. and a really? bunch of sense. So I never watched them as kids. A lot of my friends watched them as kids and they have like trauma from Spirited Away and stuff like that when their parents <laughs> oh, turn yeah, into I pigs. Oh yeah, I watched Spirited Away as a kid and the scene where her parents turn into pigs. Yeah. That traumatized were, me. Yeah, everyone talks about that. Yeah, one. I mean so I watched I, them like 12 but I wish I could have watched them at like 5 yeah, or 6. I, like, I, I think I only six. really watched like Western cinema when I was younger and that's not a bad thing but I do wish I had seen more of this stuff a lot earlier on because it's such a like, it just kind of shaped... It would have probably changed my perspective quite a bit of how, like, I would have developed mm. and wanted to tell stories. Did you watch much anime when you were a kid? No, like I didn't Pokemon, really. I, I mean, yeah, I watched Pokemon because that was always on, but uh, no. Not really an anime. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> That's an anime. I mean, it's more Even like a like, soap opera anime. <laughs> yeah. And so I just kind of... I, I think it's really cool, and I think they should be... Even though they are really popular, I think they should be even more popular in younger audiences. It's definitely something I think 2D animation does like bring makes you want to go live mm. in that world, which is what I yeah. always thought about Pokemon. Because there are films that I did watch as a world. There are films I did watch as a kid that I'm like, ah, oh, fuck. Like, and then I watch them now and like I see no flaws and stuff like that. And I kind of wish I had this for these because in these I am like, you know, I do get a little bit bored sometimes because I'm not a kid and I'm not like, oh, the world. But I think if I watched this when I was six, I would have been like, ah, oh, I love this part or something. And but, then it becomes yeah. so nostalgic for you. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. They definitely yeah. have they. They portray nostalgia without even, like I kind of feel nostalgic watching them, even though it's the first time I've watched them. There's something so safe about it's the, the movie. It's, it's the yeah. vibe. It's I the vibe. It is. The vibe, it's the vibe. Of, the vibe of them is just so relaxing. <laughs> it's just Japanese filmmaking is so imaginative and it wants you to actually it wants you to be a part of the world mm. unlike something like I don't know like Lord of the Rings and Harry Potter like I don't want to live in those fucking worlds those look terrible <laughs> like, for yourself <laughs> I mean come on do you really want to live in a fucking in the wizarding world I mean yeah, yeah. hell yeah really yeah, after after Voldemort's gone yeah. yeah exactly yeah you don't want to be around pointing those I'd great wars that happen every 50 years it's like <laughs> yeah. I don't know that's a lot of kids dreams stuff like that too, mm. you know get a platform yeah everyone wanted their Hogwarts later just going to like living in a, a world from a Ghibli movie is like it's so different and like you know because I don't want to be a wizard I don't want to be mm, in, like yeah. a hobbit or whatever I want to live in this like really cool I mean like so, even like I just want I don't know I don't mean to like jump to Howl's Moving Castle but that one's like quite an action heavy one yeah yet you still feel like the stakes are still quite low and you feel like no mm. one's really in that much danger because that's just kind of the way that the Ghibli movies present like, themselves um, the scene where Sophie's just cleaning Howl's Castle up. Yeah, yeah exactly. it made it look fun. Like, yeah, I wanted to do some cleaning. Yeah, and the too. cooking. Oh my god, yeah, cook the, the food. Ghibli movies. The food. Mm. Oh, it looks god. so good. And then what's the what's that flame's name in house? Calcifer. Calcifer. When she's Cal- like, <laughs> no, Calcimo. Cooking and Calcima? oh, and and that's Is what I also Calcifer? like about Kiki's. I, I swear it's Calcimo. What I also but, like about Kiki's is that um, fuck my pot food. Yeah, his name's Calcimo. Is that it? Is kind of just um. Ah. There aren't really any stakes to that. It's just Kiki just doing doing shit. She's like exactly. just doing her job, and her stakes are like her own problem. Like you want her to be happy. No, the stakes is she's not going to get the parcel. <laughs> Pretty high stakes. And then at the end, it's like, oh my god, her friend's going to die. But then she, but then she yeah. saved him. Oh yeah, but we knew he was never going to die. Like we knew. She yeah, was but just... it's still that scene where she's like, saving him. It's still I like, know. oh fuck, oh my god. That guy was a little shit, though. Like, <laughs> he was man. a pain. Didn't he, didn't <laughs> he, like, I don't know. He was stalking her. For and wasn't he the reason that she wasn't able to fly for a big point of the film? Like, yeah. She, she like, because he only liked her because she could fly. That. Yeah. He was, like, because he was, like, he wanted to be, like, a pilot or an aviator. Yeah. And he's, like, he only liked Kiki. My pop filter is not standing up, man. <laughs> Can you, like, twist it around to tighten it? <laughs> Interlude. And we're back. Oh. Studio Ghibli. Studio Ghibli. So, Ghibli. Isn't that shutting down? <laughs> no, that was a rumor. Yeah. No. What was the rumor? 
that no, it was shutting no, down. There's a, there's a rumor every couple of years that it's shutting down. But <laughs> really? actually, this is um, Miyazaki's last film coming up after the one that he just said that released. He said for about five films. He, he, he always yeah. retires, I love, and then he says he gets bored and comes back. I love those. You've seen those like memes, but they're not memes. They're literally just stuff he said. Have you seen really? that? Oh like, yeah, no, yeah, oh, heaps so of just funny. Like it's just like yeah. him. It's just him like looking at a cat, and he's like, "Look at you. You have no schedule." You have nothing. <laughs> Something like that. I don't know. He's just such a brutal man, but he's so good. He's always got like a cigarette in his mouth, yeah. just like sitting by like a fucking... Heart. Like his wife talking about him and how she wanted him to retire, but he, she knows that he just can't yeah. like stop. I don't know if this is an exposition question or not, man, but I did see the trailer for the new one that just came out, the new Studio Ghibli film, which is The Earwig and the Witch. Yeah, I, which I've is their seen first... it's fucking shit. Yeah, apparently it's just gone all <laughs> Oh, is that the CGI one? The yeah. Three, yeah, the 3D one, their oh, first yeah. ever one. It was and so a... boring, man. Yeah, apparently it's apparently like got no plot, recycles all the old shit, like yeah. a witch loading potions. You don't like any of the characters. They all suck. Yeah. Literally none of them do the anything. the main character just wants all the other characters to do what she yeah. wants. So the it's plot like... of the movie is that she wants everyone to do what she, what she says. So and not then, a likable protagonist. And then all she does is like manipulate these characters and then they do what she says in the end it's like what is the lesson but, here but, but nothing <laughs> be really mean happens. and then you'll get what you want <laughs> they just makes potions with a witch exactly and it's they like so boring and it all takes place in this one house it's like so you go to like this you know cgi 3d animation and you don't even go to like these extraordinary links that you could have <laughs> and you that's just... what i love about the 2d stuff is it's so warm and so comfortable and so simplistic yet beautiful mm. but this is just weird it just looked like a weird ad mm. and it was just not polished and it didn't look didn't like, fit at all yeah. and i it didn't look like the quality I of didn't, animation I was we used to for like Pixar. Obviously not, but like for actual like big budget animation projects that aren't two D, which most aren't these days, mm. it didn't look up to snuff. That's and what I thought was interesting about when watching some of the other ones because I watched uh, I can't remember the exact release dates, but I watched some of the early, one of the earlier ones, and then they released uh, some more, and like there's a good like ten year difference I think between a couple of them because they they started quite late, but like. There's a, a more than enough time for animation style to develop, and it ever so slightly developed, and you can see where they've experimented, um, mm. especially with Howl's Moving Castle. There was a few different shots where, like, it looks like they've shot on different plates, yeah, and there's a bit of mean. depth, yeah. and it's cool to see they're like experimenting, but they've still kept like yeah. the, the style, yeah, the which is so cool. Yeah, yeah. advanced, but like Miyazaki's art style stays Because if you've got that style for that 2D from My Neighbor Toto and you go and that ear, and do the earwig one that's 3D, you lose everything that you've built with that, <laughs> like, like with that 2D style animation, before you even go into the theater, you've so. got a feeling, you've got, you've got like a... Expectation. You've got expectations, you know, you've got like, you know, oh, I'm going to go watch it, this is going to be like a... You go to a 3D and you're like, clean slate, there's mm. no previous like, oh, what might this be like? It's, you know... I don't know, so, like, it was the same shit with, like, Pokemon re-released their first movie, Mewtwo Strikes Back, into a 3D CGI thing mm. on Netflix, and it was just looked so fucking ugly. Like, I couldn't get past it. it. I mean, it looked good. It actually looked good, but compared to, like, it was a gritty plot, so it's like, the 2D art style suited it, but then it's, like, you bring it into this, like, kind of fluffy, cutesy, 3D-looking, like, you know, fucking bitmojis out there, and it's just <laughs> bullshit. Like, I just can't get into that kind of feel, because it doesn't... It doesn't draw you into the world the same way because you you're very aware you're watching a fucking I don't know a bunch of three D fucking assets running around and some. Yeah. I found a really interesting quote by him about story that I think is quite relevant to what yeah, we're talking about. Story. Um, <laughs> so he said, "I'm just not interested in conventional story openings. Easy to understand movies are boring. Logical storylines create uh, storylines sacrifice creativity. I'm about breaking conventions. Kids get it. 
they don't operate on logic. And that's kind of what I mean is I wish I'd watched it earlier yeah. on because when I watch it now, I'm like, why has Ponyo not done anything for 20 minutes? But like, it's because I'm, all, but I'm also like, oh, okay, actually like watching her fuck around and do nothing. So I, I think this is a, that's like, that's everything Ghibli kind of is wrapped up in, in one quote. Like easy to understand movies are boring. Logical storyline, sacrifice, creativity. So it seems like they put creativity first, which is mm. really cool. Mm. Definitely. And it's like, I would love to make like a live action movie where there wasn't like a whole lot of plot or something mm. going on. But that shit just doesn't get made because like, yeah. you can't really craft the same world. And mm. it's like the world building just isn't there. And you can't make these like... A, Characters are so hard to make likable in live action, is what I've realized. <laughs> yeah, they are. Yeah. Yeah, there's something about animation that you because could... you design the character from scratch. Also, and think about you the typical... You know their eyes, yeah. their eyebrows, their hands. Mm, yeah. yeah. And the typical, like, Ghibli protagonist is usually very kind of outgoing and adventurous mm. or sometimes, like, shy... Usually, like, shy away from the challenge at the start, but... A typical character, but it's just so much easier to make that character relatable because. And Ewick. that's why Earwig sucks because she's not relatable. She's just mean all the <laughs> time to everyone. Asshole. Even her best friend, she just bullies. Well, actually, right when I first watched Kiki, I really didn't like Kiki because mm. she seemed super selfish. It was all about her, her, mm. her, and she left that poor kid in the rain, even though he was kind of. He was an asshole, <laughs> man. Kiki, I mean, I know what you mean. Kiki was yeah. very out for herself, but. It is like, but she kind of learns too towards the end. Yeah. Like that's mm. the plot is that she she need like she's very like no I'll be fine and she needs to realize that because she wants to be on by her own. She wants and to be, be a witch by it's herself. A, yeah, story. But she's realized even if she's a witch, she still needs people like the, that old lady that she hangs out with and stuff. Well, it's when she's saving the kid at the end, you see all the people watching on TV mm. that she's impacted or that have impacted her, and it's like oh yeah, she's it's a story about independence, but it shows that no matter where you go, you need help or whatever. Mm. But, like, her parents, like, I remember, like, her mum's a witch and her dad's just some clumsy fucking oath. Some regular old guy who wants to take her camping. Yeah, but, like... <laughs> she's like, nah, not today. But I kind of like today. how she's got traits of both of them. Like, she's a bit yeah. clumsy herself and not actually that great at being a witch, but, like... Well, that's the thing about Kiki. Like, it's a super simple film, but it's extremely relatable. Yeah. Yeah. That's what's great about it. And it tackles things like mental Dude, illness. Dude, the amount of times well. I've mm. just, like gone off on my broom and just been like fuck you mom like i'm gonna be a witch they can't just you can't talk to my me. cat and then he can't talk to me anymore and i'm like what the fuck dude oh i love him he's so cute Gigi. i want to give him a hug Gigi. so bad well i bet you know more about it because apparently like because the one i watched Gigi doesn't talk to her at the end but apparently they re in the in the in the in the dubbed version they made Gigi be able to still talk to her at the end oh really but the whole point was that Gigi not being able to talk to her anymore shows that she's grown up and doesn't need to rely on this cat for her loneliness and like dependence and someone else so so yeah, Gigi was the never... versions I've seen he doesn't talk to her in the yeah end. and that was and like Gigi gets his own family and stuff yeah, at the end and has his little yeah. Yeah. I um subs or dubs subs that's, yeah, that, so subs, he doesn't talk to her, but in the dub version, probably not, like, they probably just changed it because it was, like, such a shitty ending when they thought about it. They released it dubbed, mm. Gigi could t still talk, because I think they were thinking, oh, kids aren't going to like that the cat can't talk to kids what do you anymore. What do you prefer, though? I prefer that he can't talk. No, I mean, subs, subs or dubs. Or dubs oh, subs, sorry. <laughs> God, yes, subs yeah. all the way. Subs. subs are great, but the thing with Ghibli movies is they actually have all-star English. Oh, yeah, yeah of some of them, I, I watched like, Nordica. How was Christian Bale? Nordica and that was was it? I've already watched it so <laughs> really. Yeah, it's Christian yeah, Bale. Christian I watched Nordica Who with was? um dubs and Patrick Stewart's in it and like I I kind of that was cool. <laughs> yeah, and Uma I was, German, I, think. 
Um, and then who knows? Yeah. But, I, <laughs> but then when I watched Howl's, it was like weird. I that sounds like some weird. Of them didn't Christian, quite admit. Christian Bale is Howl. Yeah. That's, that's pretty wild. I didn't know I did that. Like, right, but like. Watching a Ghibli movie dubbed just doesn't feel right. No, Same it with doesn't. Anime. Yeah. It's because of the weird. music. Like, the music doesn't fit with, like, English-speaking roles, mm. in my opinion. And the animation, even. Yeah, it feels like Ghibli movies are, like, Wes Anderson movies in a way. Like, they're pretty whack. But, like, they hit a niche audience, and, like, everyone wants to be in them. Well, not everyone, not, like, everyone, but, like, with, but with Wes Anderson. You'll find any way to bring it back to Wes Anderson, man. Like, no matter <laughs> Did what. Did you just say <laughs> Ghibli movies are whack? <laughs> no, no, but, like... Just unconventional. I know what you're saying. Unconventional. They're like, they follow a certain convention, but it's kind of the one that they have created for themselves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like... (laughs) They've made their own genre. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. They've defied expectations so much. Ghibli movie. And it's cool to see, like, A-list is getting in there with, like, Edward Norton always going in into, like, Wes Anderson. And you've got Christian Bale, Patrick Stewart in the Ghibli movies. And, Mm. like, you wouldn't Mm. expect that, but it's really cool to see them sort of doing that. Yeah, definitely. I didn't... I had no idea it had... I mean, obviously, I knew it had such an English appeal, and I think after, like, Spirited Away and everything, people really kind of jumped on board. But I guess it was as early as, like, Howl's and things like that. Yeah, I find the ones that are, going back to the story, the ones that are heavy in plot, I don't enjoy as much, honestly, I would say. I I would Mm. say Howl's and Spirited Away, I think I probably need to watch Spirited Away again, but I found both of them slightly convoluted I don't know they kind of go all over the place and I know that's the point but I that's why I kind of prefer Totodo and Kiki's is because they are both kind of simpler but they also I don't know I, I just both Spirited Away and Howl's I'm like Whoa, there's so much going on it kind of goes back and forth and back and forth and it, maybe it's because it's so unpredictable that it's kind of irritating sometimes I'm like I get you yeah, yeah. I, agree I don't with the know point. Hal's plot is a bit confusing yeah but and Spirited Away is also confusing yeah. I think with Hal's Spirited Away is pretty clear cut yeah like, there's just a lot that goes yeah. on yeah. I, I think with Hal's it was kind of you get to the point where if you become so plot heavy you're gonna be contriving or something you know yeah. you're gonna be like similar or something and I think with Hal's it became <clears> the whole Beauty and Be- Beauty and the Beast situation you know yeah. loving yourself and all that kind of thing yeah. and it just yeah, you're right. It didn't, like, hit home as hard know. as, like, Total Kiki's. Par- I really like the first half when she first discovers the castle and then she's hanging out with all the characters. And then I yeah. didn't like how the witch became, like, their friend. Yeah, the that was kind of weird. Witch of the Waste. Oh, it just was um, great. Like, oh. All that being said, Howl's Moving Castles is my favorite Ghibli movie. Really? Because, I still love it. Because of the vibe. The vibe. Just, I wanna, I have, still haven't seen Princess Mononoke. Oh, that's yeah, I need to watch it. But I've fucked, yeah. What's, um, Kelsifer is probably one of my, is oh, he's my great. favorite. Just I he's awesome. Markle and like the fucking side characters are yeah. actually like you know sometimes they don't serve that much the plot but they're always interesting mm. they, they never have like a boring guy turn up you know you just like yeah. them <laughs> like turnip turnip head the funniest thing about houses fucking turnip, turnip head got fucking shafted man <laughs> he deserved her he didn't fucking or the thing the fact <laughs> that he hell. was the prince of the the neighboring kingdom yeah that was bullshit <laughs> no I like he was that. the that's one funny. that caused the war I found that so funny that he's just like a completely irrelevant side plot. <laughs> Just hanging out with them, yeah. yeah. No, but then it like cuts back to his mum or whatever. It's like, let's end this silly war. It's like, what? You were trying to kill Hal like fucking yeah. 30 That's minutes that, ago. Those are the parts where I'm like, what? I'm kind of like, what? what but is then this that also be? makes me love it because it's like, fuck that war, I, man. I do this like the story. idea of people just standing in a room, like a writer's room, and be like, but what of this? And there's no like, no, that doesn't make sense because of that. that they're just like, nah, he's the prince and he calls the war and yeah. he's just there. No, and that's, that's why. Like, that's, that's what I like, I like. I like it, but I also find it difficult to watch sometimes yeah difficult to stay stay on track with I, I guess I did really like Howl's but I 
do question when I'll watch watch it again because I've watched it twice now. But they were that's been like a five year gap between or right, seven yeah. year gap. So I've watched it dozens of times just because of the vibe. Mm. The does, vibe. I do love the music. I mean, like the fuck, I can say that about every fucking yeah, one. The, yeah. I think for Hal, it's the music, it's the characters, it's the world once again. Mm. Mm. I if really you look like at it moments. like a Totoro movie, and you don't look at it thinking a story. Mm. You probably enjoy it quite a lot more. I like the moments. There's a lot of, like like you're mm. talking about house. I love all the different little pieces, but like there are other parts where I'm like, why was that there? Like, what is? Why did that happen? Like when she goes into, he takes her to that field, and there's that house, and yeah, then she well, falls in a hole up. or something. Well, because like, it was all about him, how he got his powers. Yeah, yeah, from kind of random. Well, how he he merged with Kelsifer. Kelsifer took his heart. Yeah, it was all a bit like, yeah, that's <laughs> all cool, but like. Gets, get to more like, yeah. you know, fucking fantastic shit of her cleaning the house and the house. A lot of the time I was like, where's Hal? Why does he keep leaving? I know it's not about him, but I was like, there's like a relationship there and she loves him, but then he's gone. I don't know. Typical man, just always leaving. <laughs> when, you know. But it was cool how he was like a, like he's this all powerful beast, but he's also kind of a, a wimp. He comes home and yeah. he's like, my hair! <laughs> Stuff like that. When his hair is ruined. Yeah. And she, like the old lady is like the... the one the main character, the witch, who Sophie or Sophie, sorry, I'm oh Sophie, Sophie yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. no, you. That's f- what I mean. I like how Sophie's hair stays grey at the end. See, that's the kind of shit I like. Like with Gigi not being able to speak at the end, it's like there's still some kind of there was a you there's know, a change exactly. It's like there's not much of a story, but at least the characters are a bit different by the end of their kind of normal kind of experiences yeah. for this world. Like, mm, mm. it's more like kind of like watching a guy throughout a week of their lives, but, you know, they're in this crazy world. It's not really like watching, like, some guy go through the most insane events in their lives. Mm. Usually about girls as well. They're usually the main protagonists. Like, Ghibli. Yeah, Ghibli yeah. films. Yeah. Lots of strong female protagonists. Because mm. apparently um, Miyazaki didn't... Miyazaki. Miyazaki, sorry. <laughs> um, he didn't want to make the main characters a Totoro boys because he felt that would have been too close to his real life. Right. So he made them too Ah, girls. see, that's a perfect example of putting yourself into the story, but not, not exactly. pouring all of you into the story. Well, he said he wouldn't be able to make it because of the fact that the mother in it was dying yeah. of an illness, which was... Too close to home. Tubu- that's, that's good. Tuberculosis, I think they revealed in the manga. Yeah. Um, are these a Totoro manga? Manga or just a, just like a book, you know, like a manga book for the... Talking world. about female protagonists, he's got a quote here that says, These de- degenerates sexualize these innocent young female protagonists. It's disgusting. Why would I want to stay in an industry like this? Mm. That's probably... It's great how he never sexualizes anyone. Mm. No. Nah. And proving that they're still watchable and enjoyable without doing so. Yeah. God, someone was one of our... I uh, won't name any names, but one of the people that tutor us Told, told us that sex is such a big thing for companies now. Like, oh, yeah. if you're pitching, like, certain companies won't be interested unless you've got some kind of sex appeal, some mm. kind of thing going for you, because people ain't clicking on your thing unless you got, like, titties and dragons. And... Yeah, it's ridiculous. <laughs> it's, gr- it's cool that, like, there is love in them, but it's often diff- a, a different kind of... Like, there's a lot of father-daughter, mother-father, fucking those mm. rela- family relationships, family love that we see. Um, like in Jimmy and Ghibli, and Ghibli, yeah, yeah, and Ghibli. It's well, like Hal and Sophie is really romantic, but yeah, they're romantic, but it's not like sexualized. Yeah, yeah. Romance. I remember what was Sophie's family background, didn't she? Her like, mother uh, kind of like straight up abandons her. Doesn't yeah. she's got her sister in the hat 
The hat store, yeah. Oh, it's her sister that does. So God, like, that's a depressing hat store. At the, I mean, when she's <laughs> making all those hats, it's just like, God, how can you do anything more, like, tedious all that's day? That's why she left with help. Ba-bum. Oh, I really oh, like, just want to watch one now. I just feel like... That's so yeah, easy to just talk about a Ghibli watch. movie. Yeah. Just want to hop in and... Maybe I'll watch Mononoke. Yeah, we should have one going on in the background to kind of just... Like, <laughs> so we can just peer over. Do you guys like Ponyo that much? It should be Totoro. We've kind of extended into all of Ghibli, but... I feel That's all good. Know. It does do say like, discuss. Do you discuss. like Ponyo that much? I haven't actually seen Ponyo. Do you like I haven't Ponyo? seen it either. Oh, wow, okay. Oh, I've okay. seen it. No, I'm kidding. Martin? I would say... What Maybe my least favorite out of the ones I've seen. I don't know. I... Nautica was interesting because... I really liked it, the action in it, but it was it was really cool to look at. Okay, it's not Ghibli, but it is. It's I, Miyazaki. It's so Miyazaki. Pretty much. Yeah, I don't know. There are some sequences actually that I will say that I find kind of just keep going on and on and on. I beside where I feel like they've past reference, feel like they've achieved their point of the scene. Mm. So they outstay their welcome. Yeah. So like the end and Nordic just keeps going with the bugs crawling towards her and stuff. I don't know. There's something about it. I, I think it might be like Japanese kind of comedy that kind of like reaching for that next bit of joke. That's mm. why there's that kind of whole over the top and like extenuated lines and things because they're like, oh, we've made them laugh. There must be a bigger laugh. Let's like keep yeah. reaching for that next one. And sometimes it pays off, and other times, like, yeah, things come off a bit childish, but then you realize, oh, yeah, yeah. that part's for kids. That's the thing. It's like mm. Japanese storytelling is different to Western. Yeah, definitely. And it's, so. it's like when you watch it, when I'm watching it, I feel like there's like a code written into my brain from watching mm. Western films <laughs> that I know you have the feeling of you know what should happen and w- where it should go. And, and it when it does. doesn't happen, it's unsatisfying. And that's why I don't like films like Soul because Soul su- sucks. But um, <laughs> Does a Soul suck? I've heard decent things about no, it. I didn't like it that much. But <laughs> Ghibli is kind of okay. Like it does do that where it feels like it, it's going against what I know and my fucking code Fuck and yeah. everything. But but I don't hate it when it's happening. I'm like, oh, cool. Okay, yeah. yeah. This is different. Yeah. And I like, yeah. I like it. No, that's definitely the feeling I got too. Like even rewatching mm. Howl's and kind of forgetting what actually happened. I'd love to the read plot. the scripts of them. Hell yeah. That that, was, I was thinking that. That would be like, really cool, actually, to see how, just how much they talk about how much story and plot is hinted at over character and world. Mm. Actually, so I have... And theme. Like a book, it's like the art of House Moving Castle. Oh fuck yeah! And they show the script. It's in English, but they show the script at the back. Yeah. They also show the storyboards, which yeah, is yeah, that's cool. Because Miyazaki is really visual. Mm. So. You know how they say a film was written three times, script, shooting, and editing. I wonder how much of it changes in like the end or this. You know, like how much of the like because because for an animation when you when you're talking about it, you kind of we say scenes that should be cut or scenes that should start earlier. But I feel like with a Ghibli movie, they kind of know, they kind of would have the feeling, because there's so many sequences where it doesn't feel like a whole lot is going on, but it's still important. Yeah, it's an interesting thing to think about. I think they do, like, I can't remember. They feel very planned out. That's what I mean, yeah. None of them feel super rushed. Every kind of bit of art, you know, at the start. I was wondering if they consider the music before Mm. animating or if they, like, animate to the music or... Yeah. Is that Joe Joe Hiyashi? Hiyashi. And Azumi Inoue is the one that sings. Oh, right. Yeah, and she, 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 hmm? just in general. Just in, in basically all of them and all of like the works. She's that beautiful voice you always hear singing <laughs> when, yeah, Kiki comes to the new city or the Totoro uh, song. 
Oh, this is yeah, another interesting. Such good music. Right. Yeah. He also says almost all Japanese animation is produced with hardly any basis taken from observing real people. You know, it's produced by humans who can't stand looking at other humans, and that's why the industry is full of <laughs> amazing, wonderful. It's a word, but I don't know. I'd show you. O O O T A K U. Otaku. Otaku. That's like Otaku. a nerd in Japan. Nerd. Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, like, yeah. All the <laughs> characters are like so kind of nerd shit. <laughs> yeah, there's so much nerd shit. Yeah, so many Easter fair. eggs and little things all around, like Little the Round, all the yeah. Howl's Moving Castle and things like that. That was my favorite, Oh, actually. here we go. I think this you're right. I think Howl's is my favorite. This answers yeah, the question. It's, it's just got... It does I wouldn't say it's a great movie, but to nah. me it's a great movie. I don't think it's like the best... <laughs> you know it's I mean. just not the best plot. <laughs> I know exactly I've seen that plot before somewhere. Maybe not exactly like that. But you don't see Calcifer. You don't see... You don't see oh, yeah. a it's so original. It's really good. And you don't see like a witch go from like the main antagonist into like this frail old woman who turns into comic relief at the to end. To a blob crawling up the stairs. Well, she tries to she tries to eat Calcifer or you know like whatever. But it's like so here's a um here's a kind of what we we're just talking about before. I don't have the story finished and ready when we start to work on a film. I usually don't have the time, so the story develops when I start drawing storyboards. Right, which mm. is like what you said, and then um. He doesn't know where the story's going to go. He just keeps working on it and as the film develops. And then he also says, it's a dangerous way to make an animation film and I'd like it to be different. <laughs> um, and then he's like, but that's the way I work and everyone else has to be forced to subject themselves to it. Yeah, good thing Miyazaki's like a genius. Mm. That's the thing, when you get someone like that, everyone is just going to follow them no matter what their work style or schedule is. They're just going to be like, sweet, you need three years to make this we're behind you you need six days to make this you know i'd love to get to this point he's like i intend to work until the day i die i retired from feature length films but not from animation he just seems like such a fun loving guy Mm. i i think i saw this video once where like it was the animation studio like the animation area at ghibli and he just cooked like a massive pot of ramen and was just giving it to everyone oh my god i love him just be like the father of the studio, like just the dad, like yeah. <laughs> feeding all your kids. <laughs> God, I want to be so sad when he passes. Moment of silence for mm. the path, the death that has not yet happened. <laughs> the pre-death, yeah. The that, prep. <laughs> that is really sad. <laughs> anyway, uh, moving on, Martin. Some more questions. Hold up. Keep us flying, man. You haven't spoken in like I know, I was doing, I'm 27 years. Just what the budget for like them is, their hey, film is like. But mm. Let's be real. Chu Totoro is the best Totoro. Is it the smallest? That's, nah, it's the middle the one middle. with the acorn sack. <laughs> Chu Totoro. What's the bus thing? Cat bus. Cat bus. Oh, yeah. That, I was going to ask you guys, what are your favorite characters? Because I love the cat bus. Cause I, <laughs> I love the cat bus. But I really, really like the uh, Skiko, the prince at the start of House. Turn and up head. and turn I was like, head. it's just so amazing how I like, like a character that's yeah. like a stick. <laughs> And a 2D animation that has no expression whatsoever. Just I because, love like, when he just gives her a stick. Like, that's yeah, the, the cool... I love that scene. He's such it's a just, lad. It's like he's so... The, he's the mentor character. He's the, he's the goat of Hal's. <laughs> yeah, I'm not... Nah, I have to go Calcifer and Chutotoro are my two favourites. Even though Chutotoro isn't really... Like, he's not really a character. I mean, he is. He's got a personality, but... I'd probably the... go, yeah, Calcifer, Hal... I'd probably go... Um, GG. Yeah, oh. I'd say GG. Probably my favourite. And maybe... Of course you love how you little teenage girl. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true though. And maybe... I bet you like, like Twilight as well. <laughs> <laughs> I bet you fucking love Twilight. How's such an emo? Oh, yeah, it's, it's like the ultimate, like... 
<laughs> oh, dude, Emo when he turns into a bird and shit, I'm like, what the fuck? Well, but was he a what bird or a half wolf kind of? I don't know. He was a. I mean, he, he was, was flying. A, I know he was some kind of eagle thing. I, I thought he was a wolf at the start, and then he became like more of a eagle thing. Yeah. Is there a name for that kind of thing in like Japanese law? Is he like a specific animal or legend? Ah, oh, sweet. <laughs> Sure, yeah. Was it? <laughs> uh, no, I actually don't. <laughs> the shittiest explanation for either. <laughs> if anything doesn't make sense, uh, a wizard did it. It's magic. It's really cool how all of them are just on Netflix, though. Mm. I know, right? That's so sad. Made it so much easier for us to do this. Mm. Okay, well, do you want to talk any more about Ghibli movies, or do you want to move on? Maybe Have we like covered all the questions? Huh? Have we covered all the questions? No, to move on, like, what any similar films that come to mind? Similar films. Like in terms of vibe. <laughs> it's not really specified. It's not really specified. So I feel like uh, in style or like the way it's told and anything really. I don't know. It differs so much from like anime just because anime mm. is really fucking plot driven and yeah. focused. To mo- for, for most of them, like I guess things yeah, it like. It depends on what kind of anime. If it's the shounen anime, which is for yeah. like, teenage boys. It's all fight scenes. It's all fight scenes, and, and always, pa- yeah, always powering up DBZ. And I guess One Piece. <laughs> One Piece I mean, you, you always do say One Piece is a lot more plot driven than like. One Piece has a lot of world building, but it's still a shonen anime. Yeah, exactly. Like fights, like little tour and everything, but special moves and all that jazz. But other than those ones, which yeah, are kind of more. I mean, I, I, I guess that's kind of plays more into the stylistic thing. I can't really think of any other movie that's so stylistic and has such a great soundtrack and you know score yet is you know not that plot heavy mm. at the same time because western films like, try to do everything i don't know like a terence malick movie or something i felt just we've seen this like i mentioned before actually yeah that's a good point terence malick is very he, he often kind of just kind of hops around the plot without ever really like diving in until certain points i think and wes anderson is a good example maybe yeah. like fantastic mr fox is just kind of well, definitely, he's still yeah. obviously focused on plot, probably yeah. more heavily than he wanted, but David Fincher, I think, also kind of has... Do you think I of David Fincher? I not imagine when, anything when more... I know, but that's what I mean. It's like, <laughs> David but, Fincher. So, but, so, but such good world-building, but then True. still has the plot. True. I just think that's kind of the ultimate example point. of like a Western like film. Yeah. you know, you have to have a strong plot if you want to make a Hollywood film, like a Western yeah. film. But the At, world, I'd agree but, with that. Seven, yeah. seven, the world of Seven and how dirty well, New York is portrayed is just, like part of the it film. It sets you up in that yeah. first 30 minutes for what to kind of, you know, like it makes you kind of want, you're invested in the world. You want to know how it ends rather than like chucking all these plot points at you straight away, which I think obviously Fincher does as any fucking Hollywood movie yeah. does. But I don't know, I can't, I can't really think of someone that establishes a world. That, I mean, Peter Jackson, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> he's, he's pretty good at establishing a world in the first 30 minutes, but. He's, I mean, he like, Pixar's pretty good at it, but mm. you know, it doesn't have the nice vibe like Pixar's very character driven, which is not a bad thing. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. I don't know. I do want to watch Soul, even though you said it was. Av. Kevin's like, like, oh, this is one of the greatest movies I've made so far. And it's like, <laughs> they're like saying it's like so good. No. What Soul? Yeah, Soul yeah. was bland and uninspired and unoriginal. I was watching <laughs> a breakdown opinion. of it, even though I haven't seen it. And they were just saying... Spoilers. Huh? I just... I haven't seen a Pixar movie since, like, Finding Dory. Yeah, oh, you actually yeah. watched Have that. Have you seen Incredibles 2? Oh, no. Incredibles, Incredibles 2. Incredibles 2 got boring. That, <laughs> that was... That was good. 
It was interesting because Brad Bird was like, ah, I'm not going to make a second one until I find a good story. It was still so I wouldn't say weak compared was, to the first yeah. one. Well, not compared to the, the story first was one. weak. Yeah, story was yeah. just so, like... Character yeah. stuff was cool. Yeah, and then, like, seeing the flipping character and all that. But it's like, that's just, like, that movie could have been so great, like, just mm. without such a kind of trying to be a convoluted plot and have, like, oh, actually, it's she's the villain, not him at the end, like... Just, I think that's why, yeah, Studio Ghibli films are just superior to so much Western animation. Because well, Western... Pixar succumbed to the sequel curse yeah. of Western culture. <laughs> Cast <Cars> two. <laughs> <laughs> Whereas, actually, does Ghibli have any sequels? I saw a comment that that Earwig and the Witch is like the Cars 2 of Studio Ghibli. So. <laughs> <laughs> <I don't laughs> but even though it's not a sequel. And it kind of looks like a sequel, though, to, like, Kiki's or, like, a spiritual Oh, it's very... Like, I mean, there's a cat in it that looks exactly like yeah. Kiki. Yeah, there's a talking cat. And his and name is a Thomas. I mean, a black cat talking cat is not specific to Ghibli. Oh, yeah, looking all the way he's to like Sabrina animated, the Teenage Witch. literally exactly the same, <laughs> and he's, like, the same size. But, yeah. I don't know, like, I I hope his... Because I'm, I'm pretty sure this will be his last film. Like, there's no way that man can get any more 2D... Like, full feature-length 2D animation no. films under his belt, so... I mean, I don't know how old I mean, he is. He's already peaked. You know. I'm just trying to kind of get like an, right. a summary of their, um, <laughs> he like the what they, all of their movies and their themes kind of have in common. And it, there's just stuff like... Coming of age, independence. Yeah, or they just kind of connect, connect to their audience on a human level. Mm. Um, they have like rich color, um, you know, so they obviously look incredible. But yeah, it'd just be interesting. I'm trying to think of like why they appeal to us so much. As opposed to like Western stuff that it's we do the get vibe, kind of Tom. It's the vibe. <laughs> it's the vibe. The the focus is always the emotions, the characters, and the flaws, and they go through. You know, they have normal. They're characters. They're very much. They go through a lot of different stages th- as opposed to just being one thing. The thing I think links them together all so well is they're very. They always have satisfying endings, even though they're not extremely plot-heavy films. Mm. Like at, at the end of every one, you're satisfied. You feel like you understand the world, the characters. They're always like eager and, and like want to prove themselves. Yeah. And you're kind of happy like that. It shuts the book on that. You know, you don't want to kind of mm. keep exploring more because I don't know. It would kind of ruin the world if you knew more about the world of like Howl's Moving Castle or like mm. Totoro. Like, yeah, there's not really much else to say. And I think it's like mm. the perfect slice of life, kind of. It feels like... Slice of life, yeah. Mm. You have, like, your Hollywood films that are, like, you know, just your internal conflict and your external, and it's like, oh, you know, all of it's going. But with Ghibli movies, you've got your internal conflict, and that's really, that's so much of the story. And the external is like, oh, I need to go, I need to go deliver this. I need, you know, oh, there's rain. Like, there's no (laughs) massive external conflict. And the internal conflict is, will I be able to grow up and do this by myself? And that's why there's no... The, when it's like no plot heavy, there's not much conflict, and the the external conflict that that er, that it is lasts like, you know, oh she's disappeared, can we go find her? Absolutely. A, and yeah. like when you get a, so then they can entirely focus on their internal story, mm. and then they don't have to resolve any of the external conflict. They can resolve. Does she grow up and do this? You know, does she? Well, that was the whole thing we we're talking about about stakes before. <laughs> yeah, like how the stakes aren't always so high, but we still feel satisfied. Yeah, I'm hungry. Yeah, I'll be High stakes. Move on to the old guest position. Ooh. Or uh, what we've been watching lately. Oh, yeah, what we've been watching. My bad. Yeah. How dare you, Max? Um, oh, how dare you? Damn it. How could God. this have happened? Damn it. How could this have happened? <laughs> damn it. How could this have happened? I don't know the composer for The Lord of the Rings. <laughs> bum, 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 bum. <laughs> <laughs> All right, okay. Max, what have you been watching lately? 
Uh, um, I'll be watching. I watched two documentaries last night. Fucking nerd. Okay. Sweet. No, I'm kidding. Uh, first one was about platypus. Those things are <laughs> fucking sick, dude. Perry. Pretty much, dude. But like platypus, you know, they got like. I mean, this is like so meaningless to this whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> but they got like the. It's the fucking spikes in their flippers that carry the poison. Right. And when they inject, when, and when they like spike someone. It like has like fifty different toxins that go into. I didn't know they were poisonous. They are the yeah, only poisonous mammal in the world. And I nice. also watched a little while about vampire bats. Now you're pretty bats. toxic, Max. <laughs> yeah. And vampire bats have the sharpest teeth in the animal kingdom. Holy shit! And they actually wow. administer a local anaesthetic when they bite someone or bite something. Admin- administer. Administer. Sorry. What does local they, mean? Like a local. What is it like local anesthetic? Well, I wish I could tell you, but I can't. Okay, cool. These <laughs> are <laughs> just the big words that you They, they put some pain relief in it. So I just watched this fucking oh. vampire bat suck on a horse's back for 30 minutes because it just can, because the horse doesn't <laughs> even notice, because it's like, gives it some pain relief and. Right. Hell yeah, evolution. As it's doing it. Yeah, and, 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 <laughs> Hell yeah, and, and dude, those evolution. Fuckers, they don't even. I mean, they can fly, but they don't fly, they get their prey. They just crawl across the ground, <laughs> jump on the horse's oh, back. Oh, that's creepy. Yeah. I hate that. And I then I also that. watched oh, um, the. Last night, because I couldn't sleep, I watched Six Days to Air, the South Park documentary, which is just about how they make the show in six days and show them writing the show. Really cool little documentary. They talk about being on acid at the Oscars and wearing dresses. They're such cool guys. (laughs) Like like the funniest people in the fucking world. It was around the time they got Book of Mormon, like, yeah, that that musical came out. But that's what I've been watching, kind of more factual content. (laughs) I like you fucking nerds. Oh, and I watched a bit of the first episode of Black Hands. Garbage. I can't get past the acting. (laughs) Really? I just just can't, dude. Really? (laughs) Because you like it, right? No, not really. No, I I see like like Production quality is high, but like I just can't do the acting. The acting is... I've met the David Bain, the guy who plays David Bain multiple times. Yes, I know. And when you see... Oh, he's... Uh, like, the father, just... the father and Bane aren't are passable, but you would still expect just a bit higher quality. Maybe it, it might not even be him. It might have just been, but like the David, mother. I met. I, I was meant to meet David Stubbs on Monday, but I was sick. But he's coming back in next week to a directing and producing class. Oh, cool. So yeah. But anyway, yeah, no, was... I, 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 I hope he doesn't you should be like, your show sucks. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's what um, we were told not to say. Like, if you didn't like it, don't tell him that you didn't what? like it. That's it's dumb. Like, oh, okay. He should be able to talk to him. He should be able to defend it and like, yeah. yeah, no, it was take on your opinions. It's like, see, when I watched it, it was like interesting, but the acting did let it down. Yeah, yeah. it was just blah, you know, it's just like watching an episode of Shortland Street, but Ooh. it was about murder, murder more uh, often. Killing. I have know. to go back and see if I said that on the podcast ages ago. I think you did talk you about did, it you about yeah, a while yeah. ago. But like five different episodes. Garbage. <laughs> Sean, what have you been watching? Surely it's more interesting. Um, <laughs> I'm under the real Japanese vibe for Ghibli, so I've been watching a ton of anime. So we watch, I've been catching up <laughs> So on. what's new? Fucking <laughs> <laughs> weeb. Um, I've been catching up on Attack on Titan. Which is such a great show. Mm. It's actually fantastic. And a little bit of Demon Slayer, which is another Have you seen really the movie? anime. The new the one? Movie. No, I Demon do want to watch Slayer. it though. Yeah. It's been selling out at work. I never I never yeah, heard right. of Demon it's Slayer. It's actually it's the highest grossing film in Japan now. It of all time, right? Spirited away. Yeah. Really um I also watched Akira. Great movie. Yeah. Classic. And yeah, it's better. It's mostly been in Tech on Titan, to be honest, which you guys should all watch. Yeah, I wish it. I never mm. fell off because I kind of watched like, the first six or seven episodes and really liked it. I just probably couldn't wait for the new episodes to keep coming out or whatever well, it was. The, the last time. season's currently airing. So How many seasons? It's probably the time to jump on. <laughs> yeah. How many seasons are there? Four. Oh. But yeah, anyway, Tech on Titan. Great show. Just watch it. 
How about you, Tom? What you um, I watched a couple of nights ago the New Zealand film Savage that oh, yeah. that came out um, last year and was filmed in Wellington. And I found out recently that I am very loosely related to the director, writer-director of the film, Sam Kelly. Oh. Um, oh. Very li- so my flex, my <laughs> great grandmother is cousins with his great grandmother. No, Fuck. no, my great grandmother is cousins with his grandmother. So like my mum and Sam Kelly are third cousins. Oh, so I think God. that makes me third cousin once removed. Or maybe I'm a film director. That means <laughs> yeah. you're basically uh, a yeah, film director. I'm basically, yeah. <laughs> so but I have but I got um through like different things. I'm hoping to contact him and and catch up with him and talk about it. So I really I liked it. I really and I also watched his short film Lambs. Which he made in 2012, I think. And that yeah. sounds familiar. Yeah, it was cool. It's like 14 minute song. It's just online. Um, yeah, Savage was great. I really, really liked it. Um, it was a little bit, it, it slow, I would say, in in parts. Um, so it's this about this gang member, um, Danny is his name, and he, um, the film is about three different like significant stages in his life. So when he's um nine and he's like kicked out of home for stealing for his mother and then um when he's like a teenager and when he first forms the gang savages with his mate and then um when he's older and like the gang is kind of falling apart at their hands and stuff. So Is it a fictional story? Yes, it's fictional but it's based heavily on like New Zealand gang culture in yeah, the yeah. um sixties and seventies and eighties. Um, yeah, it's, it was shot really well. I read, I thought the acting was awesome. The lead guy, all of the leads are actually really cool. I met, I've also met, he was on that set. The guy who plays the middle-aged Danny was on that set of that film that we were actually yeah. on last year. James. James, someone. Yeah, he's really cool. Um, he's great. I would say, honestly, his part is probably my favorite because he's this really kind of awesome bit where he like falls out with the gang and then he like come, goes to his brother's gang and then comes back and it's like a, tr- like a Shakespearean tragedy, but set in New Zealand gang oh, walls yeah. and it was like really emotional stuff and I was like damn this is cool but then it kind of the present day stuff is what I was kind of least interested in actually because it's it felt like forced slightly it was like like the past his past life is really cool to me I it's really hard like to write part. present day New Zealand but I think. present no it's not it's present day sorry present day is, in the film is the 80s oh, so I mean, I I mean right. as the film kind of progresses that was the one I was kind of not as intrigued in. so like for the first hour it's all flashbacks and then the last 40 minutes is the plot but the flashbacks don't relate a whole lot to the plot so yeah that kind of felt disjointed to me but um it was more just giving you character strokes in the flashbacks yeah yeah, yeah it, it felt like not a traditional film but I didn't that wasn't a bad thing so I'd, I'd definitely recommend checking it out it's really like it's a really enjoyable watch it's like awesome performances and I really like I think it's shot well and it yeah the locations are sweet that's just because it's your third cousin once removed <laughs> what was the director's name again Sam Kelly Sam, Sam Kelly I've been um, to watch it for age there's also yeah. another New Zealand movie that's just come out I wanted to mention Cousins Cousins yeah. that's the one um, my flatmate went to it last night and she came back in tears apparently. yeah it was that mm. fucking good apparently uh, have you already seen it no I really want to though I'm thinking of going this Sunday to yeah. go see it because it's like it's at Lighthouse, so I'm really keen just to oh, yeah. park up on the couch and watch it because <laughs> yeah. it's, it's uh, directed by Ainsley Gardiner who was uh, same spelling as my last name, so nice. probably some kind of cool. deal. Yo, nothing confirmed, guys. But, <laughs> but she was um, a producer for Taika for Eagle vs Shark and oh, right. Boy. Cool, cool. So this is her like first proper yeah, feature length. So she went debut. from producing to directing. 
Yeah, I mean, I think she has done her own, like, maybe some short films in the past, but this is, yeah, her first kind of big chance. And from what I can hear, she's nailed it. It sounds like this will be, like... Rachel House is also in it. Hmm. Ah, which is really cool. Um, Yeah, I mean, it's just awesome. Like, Kiwi Cinema, we've got to support it. But apparently it's, yeah, it's going to be, like, the next kind of boy, like, in terms of being, like, that kind of big, Uh, you know... Because it's based on a book from the 1920s, and, yeah. It's got um, two directors... Andy Gardner and also Briar Grace Smith who acts in it as well no, and she also one. wrote it yeah but that's yeah, yeah. she acts and writes in it did one do visual and one do like character <laughs> <laughs> I don't know Martin <laughs> just go watch it's also thing. like the, I don't know if you guys uh, sorry, that was the a trailer re- that was a wee cheeky reference to Messy Students if you <laughs> um, the trailer she's literally walking on Cuba, Cuba Street. Street yeah so, <laughs> so, so yeah, uh, yeah. yeah what's the trailer because it's yeah basically about these this family that gets disjointed or these three female cousins and one of them gets separated it's similar to savage where it's like them as kids them as teens yeah lots of yeah jumping i'm super keen to see that apparently a really strong antagonist though like this yeah Yeah. the woman who takes her away from this big christian school like or at a christian orphanage anyway just yeah watch it love it support support your local support new zealand martin what have you been watching I've been watching... No, no one cares. <laughs> He's been watching six new shows, <laughs> and he finished all of them this week. <laughs> well, uh, when you talked about the documentary, you reminded me of something I watched a couple of weeks ago that I forgot to mention, which was uh, The Battle of Britain uh, by Guy Hamilton, which... God, know. I'm sorry I bloody mentioned documentaries. <laughs> you start talking about The Battle of Britain, dude. Like... No, that sounds sick. No, it <laughs> is, it is, honestly... Uh, it's a really great film. Uh, it kind of lacks in the story department. Uh, it's like two and a half hours long. It's a doco, right? No, this no, is okay. It's a true story. I have got more docos to mention, but <laughs> oh, <God>. so, <laughs> so like uh, okay. Wait, nineteen sixty-nine. Yep, that's the one. Cool. So it's like this two and a half hour long of this uh, the Bell If you don't know the story, go look it up. Um, but it's like really, really. No, I want you to tell me every detail. Okay, Nazis <laughs> invade Britain. No, okay. Uh, in 69. The Nazis have yeah. just smashed, absolutely obliterate. The, the French are supposed to be like yeah, this really good army. Nazis smash through them right through to the coast of France. And the Bro, Brit- I was clowning, dog. Don't <laughs> fucking tell me the whole Battle of Britain plot. No, I'm was it good? Okay. Was it worth a watch? Tom, you're not interested. Stop I am interested. I like boy. history. Look how excited okay, he is. Hold up. Like, this will take two minutes. This means so much to me. Let me have it. Of course, man. Just say if you liked it or not, please. What? No, 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 go on, give okay. him, give him right. two minutes. These, <laughs> <laughs> these, right, these are Nazis, right, just, they're like, building this army, and the Why free- are you so obsessed Shut with up, Nazis? Shut up, let him fucking talk! I can't to go back to the start every time you interrupt. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, okay, let me see. the Nazis, right, they, they're just building this army, and they, they smash through France, and France is supposed to be a super, like a military superpower, and they smash through France, they smash through Europe, and they quickly arrive at, like, the 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 coast Dunkirk complete military disaster Britain gets like the only troops out and get them back to Britain and like this massive German army with like 2,000 planes is ready they got to try and take control of the skies to send their boats over to England England's got about 600 planes they've got a depleted army and they're like well what would you do if you just had like the biggest army in the world smash through all of Europe and they're at your doorstep so the Battle of Britain... I'd probably fuck off to Greenland, to be honest. Well, yeah. Battle of Britain's I'd like... fuck off to Greenland. Winston Churchill's like, you know, we're going to fight on the beaches, give us good speeches. You, this and is it, a fucking great cast. I know. Michael Caine? So Michael Winston, Winston, <laughs> Winston Churchill would have had so many bloody sicks of whiskey before he fucking gave that speech. Yeah, but like, um, it's also got the guy um, who was the old guy knives out. I forgot his name. Christopher Plummer? Yeah, he's just passed away. Well, he's he in died a, last, did he? last month. He's dead. I know, it's really sad. Did Plummer die? Yeah. Oh man, I love Christopher Plummer. Yeah, yeah anyway. He's great. Anyway, so like, the story Stop is... Stop being sad. <laughs> the story is... 
500 British pilots go up against uh, 2,000 German planes. And a true story, the British held off this army and it's just a complete, like, just utterly... Isn't this what you want to make that little short film about with Michael? Yeah. Yeah, yeah so yeah, I, I, um, I watched like five documentaries about Spitfires and the Bella Britain and I know mm. like heaps of detail, but I won't go into it because like, you know, whatever. But like, just, it's re- the movie, it sort of lacks, but everything. Wait, is it a movie or documentary? Movie. It's a movie. The movie, okay. the it's movie. got Christopher Plummer, Michael Caine, um, Michael Robert Kane. Shaw from, from Jaws is also in it. It's nuts. Everything Robert is shot Shaw. ear to ear. So what they did Michael is Kane. they've, they've made this, they... The movie ended up costing thirteen million, which back then is a lot of money. But like they were shooting ear to ear, so they got this massive as plane, stuck a camera in the side of it. They picked up as many hurricanes as they could from the old war. They went over to Spain. They picked up a fleet of old bombers and shot like proper ear to ear, and it's amazing. Oh fuck yeah! It's so cool. Check out the behind the scenes, and there's a shot where there's like a climax. Everyone's like, the Germans are going to give their last shot. And they're putting all their planes up. British are putting everything up, and to duplicate that. They had they had a shot of about three Spitfires really close, but in the background, yeah, there's like a there's um, squadrons of planes, but the camera shakes, and oh, all the cool. planes wobble because, and then you see they're <laughs> all painted on onto this thing oh, put in front right. of the screen. Oh, that's so cool. So like, it looks um, like more. How long ago was this made? Sixty-nine. Sixty-nine, like that long. Yeah. So it's so like, I thought you said the movie was called nineteen sixty-nine. No, no, it's yeah. called Bellabrin. So that's like sure. one of my staples. <laughs> the poster is fucking weird because it looks like it's from now. That looks like a terrible, like, Air Force <laughs> right? thing from, like, yeah. the That's early weird. 2000s. But it then looks like the Flight cast, Simulator 2007. Then the like, cast is, like, Ian McShane, Michael Caine. Ian McShane? Yeah. Fuck, dude. How old is this guy? All right, man. I think I'm, I'm going to have to watch it's this. It's got film. a really, really good soundtrack, too, for the Climax theme. Um, you love yourself a good soundtrack. How many times are you going to say Climax? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe one more time. <laughs> but, right, um, let's move oh, on to guest oh, position. Oh. Uh, uh, but Martin had four more documentaries. <laughs> um, I watched. Please, um, can we please move on? One to more. Guest I position. just watched the first season of Better Call Saul. You watched the whole thing. The whole season. The whole season. <laughs> I, was, I was literally joking Holy when shit. I said that when you fucking did it. Uh, you never cease to amaze me. Um, <laughs> so, you, so you enjoyed it? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. That's of course really you did. Of course you did. Wait. So you pet. finished Breaking Bad? Yeah. Yeah. Oh fuck. And El Camino. Oh yes, I did watch that one actually. Yeah. Did you like it? I loved it. Do you like El Camino? Uh, It's not like an amazing film on its own, but it's a good kind of... Yeah. um, I was talking to Sean. Vance Gilligan, what, directed? Yeah. Yeah, he did. Uh, Vance? Vince. Vince. Do you say Vance? Vance Refrigeration. (laughs) No one's called Vance. (laughs) Yes, Vance Refrigeration from The Office. office. (laughs) Um, I was talking to Sean and I was saying this was released a good... In 2019, which is quite a while after Breaking Bad finished. Hmm. So it was was like... I watched it just like literally straight after watching Breaking Bad. Hmm. But I can imagine it would have been really nice to see all these characters come back. See Breaking Bad in a cinematic universe. Hmm. Yeah, without seeing Fat Todd. Yeah. (laughs) Tom won't get bro, that, but... stop fat shaming Todd, bro. Big Todd. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, that was really cool. And um, yeah, Better Call Saul was really, really funny. And it, it's very cool to delve into Mike's character. It's yeah. way funnier than Breaking Bad in a lot of ways. Like, Breaking Bad has so humorous same writers? Ones. same writers and everything, but, but it's just Bob, Oden, Bob Odenkirk as the lead. Even though Brian Cranston's a comedic actor, it's like... Fuck, he's so good. I love mm. Brian Cranston. Walter White is not a funny person. Well, yeah, like... I feel like Cranston himself brought in the comedy, but like Saul was always a funny character. But it's kind of sad to see a bit of his backstory and see like this guy. Oh, he's got a hard, he's had a hard time of it. Yeah, the first season, it's like. But they call him like Slippin' Jimmy. (laughs) I was like, hey, Saul, Saul what? Saul Goodman. (laughs) Saul Goodman. (laughs) 
That was until like season four he said that. No, it's oh, <laughs> like episode five or something for a season. He says it, but he doesn't call himself Saul Goodman twice. No, he's five. just like Saul Goodman. <laughs> it's like the solo movie where he's like, what's your name? I don't have... What's your last name? Who are, you, who are your family? I don't have one. I'll call you Han Solo. Fuck <laughs> him. Oh, oh, my genius. God. Oh, writing. Uh, I wanted to puke. Have you guys seen that movie? Yeah, it's... Solo. I like it's, Solo. It's fun. It's yeah. fun. But there's literally, like, someone... Like, he literally gets thrown his gun. And he's like, oh, look, it's the Falcon. It should have been more of like <laughs> I can't pronounce that name. I'm gonna call you Chewy. Oh fuck! I mean, like, gonna call you Han. I, I reckon <laughs> they need more Lando on it because Chewy is a cool buddy, but he doesn't speak, so you can't well, really do that. they're doing a Lando show, so that's cool. Better have Gambino on it. Mm. They probably better won't. call Gambino. <laughs> <laughs> okay, guest position. Do you want to move on? Woo! Yes, yes. I think we should. Hell yeah! Don't, no more documentaries. Oh, wait, it reminds me. No, I'm just kidding. Okay, Two hours It did remind you, but you hours late, though. Okay, uh, alright. There's uh, a heck load of points after Oh, yeah. So, um... <laughs> we tell you our points, eh, guys? We need to start telling our points. <laughs> I think I've won one. I know I won I one. I am the one, the one. <laughs> yeah, I've won one. You won last week's one, right? Yeah. And you've won one, Sean. Maybe two. I think you guys tied at one. I can't remember. Let's just say we've all got one each. It's all a tie <laughs> okay, game. Upper grabs, so, zero. Yeah, all right. Alrighty. Uh, first question. How many Studio uh, Ghibli movies have you made? Is it multiple choice? No, you've got to give me a number. How many have been made? <sighs> numbers. <laughs> <laughs> <so> Fucking numbers. <laughs> You're so cruel to us, man. Um, 12. 25. 18. Uh, Boy looked it up. I saw him on his phone. Who did? You. I saw you. <laughs> no. I thought you said... <laughs> I'm playing with my socks nah. right now. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, playing with my socks. Shut up, Max. Um, uh, 22. Oh, let's go. Who said 25? Was it you? Yeah. yeah. Oh, uh, it's 23, including the one that's going to be released in 2023. Oh, what's that called? Uh, I can't It's just going to be... It's Airwig 2. Oh. <laughs> God <laughs> damn it. It's just going to be the, um, the King's Last Project. King's yeah. King's Last Dance. All right. Uh, how many films has Hayao Miyazaki directed? Ghibli Eight. films? Ten. Yeah. Or films total? Uh, yeah, Ghibli films. Ghibli, guys. Eight. Ghibli. Ghibli. Sorry. We had this Ghibli. conversation. <laughs> um, excuse me? <laughs> uh, yeah, ten. Um, Twelve. Eight. I said eight. Oh, I was going to say. Wait, no, the Ghibli films. I'm going to say eight as well. You can't. Oh, you play. Oh, no, that's fine because it was twelve. And he's uh, also directing the one going to be released in 2023. Is it? Sean's got one, Tom's got one, I've got uh, All right. the infinite okay. status quo. We've got an interesting round here. I'm going to ask, all right, we're going to start with Tom and we're going to go on. You have 10 seconds to name a studio uh, Ghibli film. And you've got like 10 seconds, you've got to go around alternating. Oh, and if you don't, fun. and if you get one, uh, you get a point. If you don't get in the 10 seconds, moves on to the next 10 one. 10 seconds is a lot. Let's go five. Yeah. Or no, three. I've got to try and like. <laughs> all right. <laughs> okay. Five. Just go five. All right. Let me just. Um, I've got to be able to cross oh, these out. This is going to be speed round. So, um. Ooh, I like this. All right. Are you guys. Uh, are you guys ready? Give me a second. We have to yep. say the whole title or just like one part of the title? Uh, a part of the title is fine. Okay. All right. Uh, so starting with Tom. Uh, and away you go. Kiki's Delivery Service. Mm-hmm. Go on, Max. How's Moving Castle? <laughs> uh, Ponyo. 
My name is Totodo. Spirited away. Princess Mononoke. Eowig and the witch. Fuck. So <laughs> <laughs> you out, Max? Yeah. Um, yeah. Poco also. Ponyo. You already, already said, said Ponyo. You fucking said Ponyo. <laughs> Oh, so short ones. Wait, should we, should we just keep going? How many left are there? You can keep going. Like, just keep going until we get the rest. Um, There's like 22. Fucking um, Tales from Earthsea. Oh, yo, uh, Grave of the, the Fireflies. fireflies. <laughs> no, don't fucking... It's my turn. Sean went. <laughs> what? But, um, uh, Princess Kaguya. The Cat Returns. Oh, that's a good one. Do you want to end it there? I can think of some more, but yeah. not right now. <laughs> <laughs> we said Princess at Monoka, right? I could think of some more if I had Wikipedia open. Okay. <laughs> do you want me to bring them out, bring out the answers? How many do we, who won? I think Sean did with like five. <laughs> five? Five. Oh, I got about that many as well. Nah, you got like. Nah, you got like one. Bro. You, got you tapped out after one. <laughs> I got two. I got two. <laughs> do you want me to, uh, so there's um, one called like, uh, do you say only yesterday? Uh, yeah, that's one of those. Ocean waves. Not good ones. You guys see, uh, oh, the wind heart? rises. Um, my neighbours the Yamadas. Oh, did we, yeah. we didn't say Castle in the Sky. No. Oh. Um, mm. Whisper on the Heart. La Puta. From what's a ride? Is it a ride? Hey, I feel like I've only watched the mainstream ones. And the I Red feel Turtle, like the Miyazaki ones. Yeah, so. I feel like I'm just a. Oh, the Red Turtle. I've heard of that one. Mm, I haven't seen that. All right, shall we move on? Uh, you got uh one more question. Yeah. Okay, let's hear it. Uh. What are the audience's top five uh, Ghibli films according to the Metacritic user score? Um, so it goes up to like out of ten with one decimal point. Uh, so we'll go. Um, what do you think the rating of the Spirited Away one? What do you reckon the rating of that is? Fucking ninety-five. Um, nine point five. Oh yo. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm saying like you reckon it's nine point five. Yeah. Okay. So so it's on. What did you say it was on Metacritic? Yep. So um. Like, what do you, what do you think? What's, what's number one? Yeah, so you get a point for if you get it right, um, and another point for getting the closest, closest to the actual. Spirited Away, 9.2. Uh, uh, I'm going to go Spirited Away, 9.6. I I mean, it's probably Spirited Away, but I want to be different. <laughs> <laughs> I'm different. You can, get the, you can do the rating different. So. Spirited Away, uh, I'd say 88.9. 8.89. 8. 8. 8. 8.9. Yeah. 8. 8.9. It's uh, Grave of the Fireflies, 9.3. What? Oh. <laughs> really? Yeah. Halen, just like the lesser known stuff, has a higher rating than everything else because not it, enough yeah. reviewers have actually reviewed it yet, if you know it's what I mean. It's a user critic score, so maybe. But, um, yeah. All right, then. Damn. So. We all got that one wrong. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> number two. Spirited Away. Spirited Away. Two. Yeah. What do, what do you think the rating that one is? My answer stands. <laughs> Spirited it Away, 9.1. 8.9. I mean, it can't be 9.6 for you, Max, so you had to change your answer. Shut up. <laughs> what was your... 9.2, Spirited Away. Uh, Spirited Away, 9.0, so tie between you two. Ooh, nice. Okay. All right, and uh, last one, <laughs> what is third one? Totoro. Totoro. Uh, Mononoke, 8.9. I'd say Totoro at... Um, 8.5. Totoro at 
It's Monarchy 8.9. Bang nice. on. Fucking hell, Sean. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's... Two, well, that's interesting. Oh, so my Never Tortoro is number six at 8.7. What? That's going to be... That's what I thought was really weird. Because uh, uh, What's, four, up, what's four and five? Uh, House of Castle and Kiki's. Yeah. 8.8, 8.7. House of Castle's there. Oh, I guess it's audience scores. Yeah. is okay. like, way better than Kiki's. Objectively. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but um, that wraps up uh, guest position. How are you, Sean? Cool. You want it... <laughs> Yeah. As you should have. If you didn't, nice. I'd be very shocked, actually. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Do you want to sign us off? Of course. Ah, uh, well, coming from all of us here, the exposition. How's your head, Max? That's <laughs> fucking killing me. <laughs> <laughs> coming from all of us here at the exposition of Film Student Podcast, I just want to say a big thank you to our MC of the day, as always, Martin Cole. I love thank you, Martin. Max. We all love you, Martin. Love You're a gorgeous okay, human Martin. being. <laughs> uh, Sean Greenslade, our winner of the day and resident Ghibli fan. Resident Weeb. <laughs> and of course, Tom Foy. I was also here. <laughs> <laughs> Your <laughs> smile just... What's <laughs> that my word? Stop it. <laughs> and as for me, I'm going to go home, pound some Panadol and have a good old nap. <laughs> That's Max Gardner. Anyone want to do some plugs? Uh, you can follow me at Tom Foy Film on Instagram and YouTube and watch some cool short films. Going to be putting some interesting stuff for my third year project coming up soon. Also, 48 Hour, you're going to post that up? Yeah, there? I'm going to post that. We all did 48 hour. hour Film Festival and it, was it went great. It went bloody awesome. I think yeah, it was, it was a great, great time. Great. Yeah. You have a good time, Martin? Of course. Yeah, duh. Yeah. <laughs> duh. <laughs> nah, it was duh. Uh, you got, you got uh, any frustrated with the lack of sleep, but otherwise, pretty good. You got any socials to plug? Yeah, yeah uh, Instagram, martin.colefilm, and my YouTube, which is no Martin Cole Film. <laughs> yeah. Not Did you MC. change it? No, nah, it's actually... Yeah. What did it used to be? MSC. No, no, no. Okay. It was sounds a, like a meme page. It like sounds a like a freaking Call of Duty Let's Play page. Sounds like a liberal <laughs> news show in America. Hey, I really do my walkthrough video of the new game. Uh, CNN. But yeah, this week you can follow me. Sean, any places we can follow you other than the Instagram. cloud? The <laughs> 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 that's my boy, Sean. Stay Sean strong, no. stay staunch. You stay can follow me wherever you can follow people, you know? The street. Okay, script. let's wrap it up. Max really needs to go to bed. <laughs> yeah, I'm really tired. All right, stay staunch, stay groovy, stay cool. We love you all. Good night. Ciao.